It's Thursday, October 12, 2017. We've had big fires in the past. This is one of the biggest, most serious. It's not over. California's wine country firestorms continue to rage out of control. The CDC is evaluating four deaths possibly from leptospirosis. Risk of waterborne diseases rises in battered Puerto Rico. Plus, this is the jewel in the crown of America's fisheries resources. Trump's EPA greases the way for massive controversial pebble mine in the world's most valuable salmon fishery. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. FEMA asked her to write a memo requesting what she needed. A memo! FEMA wants a memo! What FEMA really needs is a to-do list. To-do f***ing everything. Yep, this is your Green News Report. Okay, yes, Desi Doyen, I think we need to give more money to FEMA. What do you think? (laughs) Yes, I definitely think we do. In the meantime, California State Fire Chief Ken Pimlot warned Wednesday night that gusty winds were picking up again and that the fires in Northern California are going to continue to get worse before they get better. Yes, unfortunately, the firestorm in Northern California's wine country continues to rage on and now ranks as one of the worst fire emergencies in California history. Both state and federal disasters have been declared in northern areas of the state, freeing up resources to fight the fires. The wind-driven fires are extremely fast-moving and intense and, as of airtime, have killed at least 21 people, destroyed more than 35 hundred buildings, incinerated entire neighborhoods, and forced the evacuation of tens of thousands of people. And it should be noted that hundreds are still missing. Hopefully they're just out of communication, but that death toll is expected to rise. California fire officials say at least 22 large wildfires are now burning across the state. The cause of the wine country fires has not yet been determined, but the San Jose Mercury News reports a preliminary focus is on whether overhead power lines were downed by the historic wind event on Sunday night that may have sparked multiple fires simultaneously. Forest and climate scientists also warn that man-made conditions have intensified this record western wildfire season. Decades of fire suppression, a buildup of fuels, development in fire-prone areas, and climate change intensifying drought and heat. California just had its hottest summer on record in 2017. In a press conference on Wednesday, California Governor Jerry Brown suggested these firestorms are the new normal. That's the way it is uh, with a warming climate and dry weather and reducing moisture. Uh, These kind of catastrophes have happened, they'll continue to happen, and we have to be prepared to do everything we can uh, to mitigate. In Puerto Rico, in the ongoing humanitarian crisis, three weeks after Hurricane Maria made landfall, the official death toll in the wake of the storm has been raised to 45. Forty percent of Puerto Ricans still lack access to potable drinking water. FEMA has authorized $70 million in water system repairs, and officials have issued a boil water advisory after four deaths suspected to be from contaminated water. Ninety percent of the island lacks electricity 
electricity. A temporary waiver of shipping restrictions under the Jones Act has now expired, and the Trump administration says it has no plans to reinstate it, doubling the cost of shipments to the battered island. In Alaska, the controversial pebble mine has been brought back from the dead by the Trump administration. According to internal emails obtained by CNN, an hour after Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt met with the CEO of the pebble mine, Pruitt ordered EPA staff to withdraw an Obama-era scientific study finding that the massive mine in Alaska's pristine Bristol Bay watershed would cause irreversible damage to the world's most valuable salmon fishery, and result in complete and irreversible loss of fish habitat that supports 14,000 jobs. Pruitt's move allows the proposed gold and copper mine to move forward. The majority of Alaskans voted against the mine last year. That's according to Alaska Dispatch News columnist and Alaska native Shannon Moore here in an interview with the broadcast. We were going to have to choose one resource over the other. Were we going to choose gold over, over salmon or salmon over gold? There was a paradigm switch that happened that said salmon are sacred and we're not going to trade them. Professor of Fisheries Science Thomas Quinn of the University of Washington in an interview with CNN called it a uniquely bad place to put a mine. This is the jewel in the crown of America's fisheries resources in salmon. If you don't think this is worth saving, what is? The public has until Tuesday, October 17th, to weigh in on Pruitt's policy reversal by leaving a comment at regulations.gov. That's regulations.gov. What is it? Regulations.gov. Thank you very much, Desi Doyen. For more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Here's to the people, here's to the wild, and here's to the free. Here's to my life in a chosen country. Here's to Alaska. And-